0: Hey friends, it's Shawna, your nerdy girlfriend and life coach from simpleonpurpose.ca. Welcome to a bonus episode of the Simple On Purpose Podcast. I say bonus because I did not plan on doing this episode. I was actually reading an old blog post on my website and it's a post I share so often i share it almost monthly in the simple saturday's email it'll just come up in reference and hey if you're not in the simple saturday's email newsletter stop by the site and sign up because that is fun email there's thousands of women on it they call it their virtual coffee date it goes out two saturdays in a month so it's not overwhelming but it's just kind of like this little email full of nuggets of insight and encouragement and stories all about finding your own simple on purpose All right, so back to this blog post, I was recently sharing it in the Life on Purpose Academy, the membership coaching program that I have. It's always open if you want to join it, but I thought I share this one so much. I should also share it on the podcast for people who might not have read it or might not hear about it. So I'm going to read you this blog post and it's written quite a number of years ago. Keep that in mind. So I'm going to kind of like relive this as I read it to you and probably just share some of my thoughts about it along the way. Now when you're hearing me talk about the signs that you might be a mom martyr, there's a lot of them. And of course, not everybody is all of these things. I felt like I was at the time, but as you're hearing me say these things, you might get angry. These things that I'm saying, you might feel defensive about it. And that's totally okay. I hold space for that because I felt the exact same way. And when Cotter and I went through counseling in these earlier years of having kids, The counselor called me out on some of these things, and it did feel messy, it did feel hard, and I had feelings about those feelings. (laughs) It's totally normal. So as you're listening to these points that I bring up, remember that they're kind of like the extreme points of view, and keep an open mind, and remember that my words are not here to be accusational or judgmental, or to make you feel helpless or hopeless, just the opposite. I'm sharing my story with you so that if you see a part of yourself in this, that you can know that there's another option, there's another option available, and it's filled with hope that motherhood can be an empowering experience that we actually can enjoy. So I'm going to share this blog post titled, How to Know if You're a Mom Martyr and What to Do About It. From the day you change your personal occupation to full-time mom, you might feel instantly banished to the world of boring and domesticated The label mom, especially stay-at-home mom, also comes with least interesting person in the room award. Society undermines the value of moms and we start believing it. Some of us think that if we can show how difficult the job is, if we can let ourselves get buried under motherhood, we can show our family or society how valuable we are. We are those destined to fall into a hole we've dug ourselves and become mom martyrs. I would know I was one, I gave up my profession title, clean white shirts, and a paycheck and moved to a small town for my husband's job so I could become a stay-at-home mom. I had three kids in three and a half years, one of them requiring quite much of me. All of these were decisions I was responsible for making, but I acted like a victim of them. I became a mom martyr. You might not have recognized me though. Aside from being the least interesting person in the room, I was the one donning a dirty house coat, bed head. And holding a cold stained coffee cup to my fake smile all visible homage to the underappreciated sacrifices i was doling out for the cost of being a mom maybe you are a mom martyr like i was maybe your jaw is clenched and your shoulders are up to your ears you feel compelled to show the thankless world how hard you are working at motherhood here are some signs that you might be a mom martyr Number 1. You complain about how little sleep you get. You give detailed analysis down to the hour to anyone who will listen. And if anyone hasn't told you, this is about as interesting as retelling last night's dream to someone. Number 2. You tell your spouse they can go do something away from the family, but then hold a grudge that they have more childless fun than you. If you can't have hobbies and leisure time, neither should they. Man, this was one of my specialties. Number three, you become the gatekeeper of how your family spends their free time, and it usually involves your honey-do list of chores and tasks, rather than leisure and fun and spontaneous activities. Number four, you never get a babysitter. Number five, you do things for your kids they can do for themselves, or you find yourself wishing they wouldn't move to the next stage because you kind of love that dependence they have on you. Number six, your first reaction is to say no to anything that your kids or your spouse want. And I call it turning on the no switch. I find that we do it so often with young kids like toddlers. They don't understand danger. We say no quite often. It's really hard to turn off that switch. Number seven, when you do say yes, you have a bad attitude about it. Now you have the double whammy of you pouting that you didn't get your way and then being a human vacuum for all the enjoyment anyone else may be having. Number eight, you drop comments about how you need a break, but then pile on the excuses when a break is offered to you. Eventually, people might stop offering to help you out. Number nine, you need two tow trailers worth of supplies and three days to mentally prepare for any family outing, which you are likely to suck all the fun out of in any way in an effort to control everything from the shirt you laid out for your kid to wear to the burger your husband shouldn't be eating. Okay, I still struggle with this one. (laughs) my oldest is nine now i'm still working on number nine number ten you turn your kids into your job you're constantly assessing their current health status their milestone performance their sleep schedule diet you get so preoccupied with them that your social interactions just become this whole highlight reel of your kids newest accomplishments or the worries you have about your kids and conditions and illnesses they could get number 11 you're driven by mom guilt You put the onus on your shoulders to ensure your home is immaculate full of like paleo veggie bites and your kids are happy all the time which we just talked about in the last episode the most unrealistic goal that a parent can have sometimes sometimes we think we feel guilt but we confuse it with something else perhaps the restless need to be constantly performing number 12 you put yourself last for all things even the simple act of getting dressed in the morning or sitting to eat breakfast And this was one of the first challenges I gave myself when I realized I was being a mom martyr was to get myself dressed every morning. And I did that with the moms 30 for 30 where we wore 30 items of clothes for 30 days. But it was the practice of getting dressed every day, just showing up for myself a little bit in the morning before I went out to my kids or like I went out and fed them breakfast. But then I went and got myself dressed and I felt like I had taken a bit more care of myself. Number 13, you deny yourself hobbies. You put your dreams on hold. You think that you can't be the woman you were before children, and then you have to be this over-dedicated mother. But there's an adaptation available of the two. We don't have to constantly put our passions on the back burner. Number 14, you silently criticize other moms for their selfish decisions, like going on vacation or cooking a frozen pizza, because these things affirm, they give us the affirmation that we are right in giving all we can to make the healthiest, safest life for our family. And the last one, you criticize your spouse's parenting or attempts to help out, but then nag him when he doesn't read your mind for what you want him to do next. Like I am saying all of these things with raised hands as someone who's been there. This was a checklist of how I was living my mom life. I was living on autopilot and acting like the victim instead of taking responsibility for my own thoughts, my own feelings, my own actions. So I want to encourage you that you can stop thinking nobody appreciates you because you probably don't appreciate you. If you feel like you're sucking all the fun out of motherhood, out of your family, if you feel like your family is walking on eggshells around you, I want to encourage you. Yes, motherhood is an important job, a hard job. It's a relentless job and always their job, but why make the job harder? Because you can't take care of your family if you don't take care of yourself first. You can't be a united front in parenting if you're in constant tension with your spouse. You can't possibly be any better by sacrificing even more. An interesting thing about rereading this post that I think I wrote maybe four or five years ago is that now I can kind of reflect on where I was at, what I was going through. And for me, I think being a mom martyr and coaching women on it, it comes down to a couple of core issues. The first one is doubt. Doubting ourselves, doubting our value as a mom, doubting our capabilities as a mom. For me, these were kind of the core issues that really motivated this hustle in me, this insecurity in me, this kind of anxiety and tension in me. I think another issue that a mom martyr faces is a lack of enjoyment, and if you've listened to the podcast episode on enjoying motherhood, you know that this is something I realized I wasn't enjoying motherhood, and I really worked on it. I spent a year actively practicing the enjoyment of motherhood. So self-doubt, self-insecurity, kind of losing the joy of motherhood, I think that's what's at the heart of being a mom martyr. We can look at the behaviors that we see on the surface and it might seem like someone who's grasping for control and being a little bit over the top but underneath that, there's a lot of like fear and doubt and kind of pain. So I want to honor that in you. If you're feeling that you're normal, you're a normal mom, because normal moms have these feelings of insecurity and doubt. And we do naturally have a negativity bias, which causes us to lose a lot of our daily joy. So you're totally normal. So I'm going to give you some ways to help you get out of a mom martyr funk. If you are in one, the first one is to ask yourself what you do want. What is your vision for how you parent? What things are important to you as a family? How do you want to show up as a mom? There's a whole section devoted to guiding you through this in the Life on Purpose workbook. There are also the Live Your Values, Live Your Vision worksheets that you can get for free on the website. Then pay attention to those relationships that are important to you. If you are with a partner, you need to pour into that relationship to make your whole family stronger. And I'm going to link to another post I've written, Ways to Strengthen and Heal Your Marriage. If you need more support from your mom tribe, then work on building and nurturing those connections and going to link as well to another post, how to be a good mom friend. The next step is to work on self-awareness. And when we're in these thick and stressful situations, we behave differently. It can be really hard to have self-awareness on how we're making our own situation harder. So we can start to become aware of how we're showing up. I really love using the Enneagram as language to help me understand stress habits and stress cycles so I can see them happening and work on how I'm showing up. Start to be more proactive. Proactive means you're making a plan and working towards it. And this isn't just about the bigger vision you have for your life, but all the way down to planning your day. Like for For one, it's just really important to have a destination, a direction you're pointing to. Otherwise, you just feel like you're wandering, you feel a little bit lost. And secondly, it helps you to show up more calm and present when you have a plan for how your week and day are going to play out. You know that there's going to be space to do things that are important to you, the things you want to do. Finally, get some support. When we are in a martyr state, it's hard for us to look up and see the world around us, but you are not alone there are always women who are or have been where you are. And there's lots of women's groups for moms and for mental health. You can look online, you can look in person. And another way is to gather a couple of moms that you appreciate, moms that you maybe look up to or moms that you aspire to and create maybe some kind of small group. I did this with four other women where we worked through a um, a marriage book together. And we just met like once every week or two and read a chapter of the book. It was super informal. I don't think we finished it, but it was still really helpful and really powerful to have that support and be working through it together. And of course, if you want formal support, then consider counseling or life coaching. And yes, I could be the life coach for you. This is a subject we talk about often in the Life on Purpose Academy, which is the most affordable way to get life coaching from me and consistent coaching and consistent lessons. At the end of the day, remember that it's never too late to turn the corner and try something new. Because we're all learning at motherhood and the process includes learning from the things we don't want as much as growing in the things that we do want. You will always be more satisfied with life when you feel like you have shown up well. I don't know if that's proper grammar, but you know what I mean. Showing up in line with who you want to be and the life you want to be building into. That is one of the most important things you can do in your life and for yourself as a woman and for your family and your motherhood. So I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. If you want to talk more about this, you can find me on Instagram. I'm there at simpleonpurpose.ca. I would really love to hear from you if you are listening to the show. I'd love it if you would put it on Instagram and tag me. I can see some numbers about who's listening, but I really want to see the people. I want to see you guys. I want to know who my community is, who's out there, who's listening, so that we can continue these conversations on Instagram. So again, I'm on Instagram at simpleonpurpose.ca. Have a great week guys.